in five, four, three, two, one. Hope he tries. So honestly, let's just close this point out. So 2020, the 2023 season is in fact that the 2024 season's in LA. I mean, um, sorry, Louisiana. Okay. So I got it. So yeah. So anyways, um, I forgot to do a countdown. We're recording. So welcome back to the state of <laughs> We're <laughs> We're firing over welcome, here. We're welcome firing. back. That was uh, Joe Benini. We were trying to, uh, trying to map out the next few years of the locations for the Super Bowl. Um, because that's my opening take. Actually, that was that wasn't bad at all that I started recording just then. Because yeah. my opening take is when I go to Vegas uh, in February for the Super Bowl, like I do every year. I'm gonna be watching the Patriots in the Super Bowl again. It's happening again, folks. No, oh, yeah. All when I again, I was just telling them in the pre-production meeting that as soon as we traded Brady. I was like, ugh, like that. It was a dark day. It was a dark time, really. It's a, like a long break, like a breakup with a with a lover. It's just tough to get over. Sour taste. It's like, and then that's just something on top, right? It's just like, ugh. And then when I go to Vegas, I'm gonna have to like, it's just gonna be random teams and because uh, two of the I've when I've gone to Vegas, I've been there for for two of them, for the the Eagles one and the in the 20 and 28 to three with the Falcons. So like when you go, it's, it's oh, wow. different. Like when you go, cause again, like I said before, it's the second most popular place to go for the Super Bowl other than actually going to the Super Bowl. So like you see jer- every Jersey you can think of, like you don't want to talk about some Jersey talk. Oh, like, there's crazy. Jets. There's fucking uh, Brian Bosworth, Seattle ones. And shit. <laughs> it gets wild there, dude. It's a bunch of shit. <laughs> and and it's fun but there's just something everyone's a little more on alert everyone's a little more jazz not even jazzed up but like it's just a just a different feeling when you're like because you have fun those first three days and then you wake up on sunday and you're like and now i get to watch the patriots in the fucking super bowl yep and yeah. i'm gonna have that feeling again this year that's my opening take where, where do you guys stay? You guys stay at like MGM or like the Win or the Venetian? The Venetian. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys are, yeah, you guys are spending some money when you get out there. <laughs> it's not cheap. It's yeah. Not cheap. <laughs> hey, you get all the Super Bowl props, live odds. I mean, hey, they're roaming right in front of your face. I mean, you can, you know, it's a fucking <laughs> issue. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of with you. I mean, uh, you know, we have the highest percentage to go, you know, we'll talk a little bit about what we think this is to the bills, but I'm not really worried about anybody in the AFC, maybe Kansas city, if they could stay healthy, but even then I still don't believe in their defense. So I, I kind of, I, I can see us not making the super bowl. I think it's, I think the probability at 32%, I think it was today, 22 or 33 
is probably very realistic. Like that's not like, you know, that's the, obviously the stats, the stats gods doing their thing, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's, it's very possible. You know, you know what last night, like stamped this winning streak, you can poke holes in a lot of their wins that, you know, the, the other teams were stupid. They made all these yeah. mistakes and that the, and a lot of those teams lost to the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't, you could make the argument that the, that the Patriots, you know, did like, Oh, did the Patriots win or did the Browns lose? Like whatever. They beat, they beat a very good bills team last night who had minimal mistake. Like there wasn't this laundry list of like, huge mistakes um you know that they that they were tripping over themselves or they didn't have a clue like a lot of you know uh, patriots wins it was a great tight old school gritty game and the patriots just beat them like straight up yeah, that's clean. It's clean football, right? I mean, we talk about it all the time. It's 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 erasing those stupid like mental like little idiotic plays. We'll talk about like one of the flags last night, obviously at some point. But like, it's erasing like those little things that bite everybody else in the ass. It, it doesn't matter if it's a uh, you know a, a five yard offsides or neutral zone infraction, whatever it is. It's those little things that kind of add up at the wrong time. Uh, Chris Jones, Chris Jones in Kansas City. I mean. They picked the ball the, off, but guess what? You, you lined up over uh, across the line. You know, you have the, one job. The, the biggest offside in NFL history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, legitimately. Like, and there's legitimately, just a picture. There's a picture of him doing it, right? So, yeah, I think it's just it's clean football, right? And, uh, you know, I, I heard earlier today that they maybe only ran like eight total plays and they just flipped them. Like, they didn't They didn't do anything. They didn't do I anything. Was they didn't that. I heard I'm not surprised. Like I heard it was like I, five running plays from like different, just from different formations with like extra linemen in, no extra linemen in. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, receivers and tight ends. Flip, like I literally heard they just ran like the same. Johnson's in. Yeah. So, so, so I saw a video earlier um, of this guy. He broke. He broke it down. It's like maybe a minute. Like he was breaking down these plays. It's like four or five consecutive plays. They ran the same damn run. It's it's when it's when Harris uh, goes on for the touchdown, right? Um, they're in the same damn run. They just flipped it. They they flip it to the left. They it's come like back to the right to Brown. Like, flip it like back to the left. Yeah, yes. And you're like, yes. you just go flip play, and you fucking hike the button. And you just run it. Yeah. That's all it was. It was literally. It was like Johnu, and then they had. Uh, I forget who they were pulling in as the. I think it was in. Uh, Owenu was coming in as the as the sixth sixth lineman, and then you had Jono on the outside of him, and they just put him on wind side. They flip him back to Trent Brown, you know. And like the guy was so funny though in the video because you see Trent Brown just like mauling people down in like the mid, like in like the back of the defensive field, like just what a scary mauling dudes. When he's moving, <laughs> when he's moving. <laughs> We may have he may have listened to the podcast because we were ripping on him in the first week, right? We were ripping on him the first week we did this, and I take everything back. Like now that he's healthy, he's like, I I feel very confident. If you want to run the ball his way, I I know he's going to save you today. That I actually, uh, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Regrettably thought of. Uh, (laughs) This is a this is a huge feather in your cap for the Brady Belichick thing. 
Like it's a huge feather in your cap. It's. I was gonna tell. Was, I was. I was, was waiting to drop this on you tonight. I can't believe you bring this up we, already. Again, we were talking last night during the game when they were literally run. I mean, one pass in the first one pass attempt in the first half, the fewest since like 1973, 1978 or something. And I was like, this isn't even like a run. This is a Bill game. Like Bill told everybody to shut up and move out of the way. And this, he was like, this one's mine. I'm not putting it in your hand, Josh, you're not getting it. Like you're, this is me. And that's, I mean, that's, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me change this up real quick. I should have, again, I should have asked you this before we started recording. What's a, when, what's a bigger win that we've had, regular season win that we've had? The, mo- the most recent one that was like this, that was just like tough team, uh, tough and env- even like tough environment on the road. And you go and literally take the other team's lunch, like just, just take their lunch. I, cause I can't remember. I meant to like try and remember cause it wasn't last year. Um, the Brady's last year, we didn't know we, we went to the Ravens on Monday night and they exposed the boogeymen. Yeah. Yeah. And they ran all over us. I don't even remember 20. Like you couldn't, I'd have, again, I'd have to Google it and look, but in recent memory, it's definitely their most impressive regular season win. And I mean, last you, three years, four years, you never, you never see Bill get as excited as he did when that, when Miles Bryant made that play, you never, never see that in, in regular season, Super Bowl. Never. You'll see him do that. Like, Maybe AFC championship when triple game. zeros on the scoreboard in the Super Bowl, he'll go nuts. Yes, like, yes. Like that. But that was he was he, he want he so and we were talking about this. So you alluded to this, but we were talking about this last night. I think you told me this in like the first or second when I was ripping on McDaniel's, and I want to get to that tonight. But I was ripping on McDaniel's because f him. But no, I'm sorry, Josh. You, you've done a lot better. McDonald's did not call a single play. Everything's going through oh. Bill's mind. Everything's going through Bill. Everything, defensive everything. plays, offensive plays, everything's coming through I him. I read like, a tweet last night, and it said, uh, "Last week, Bill stormed into Josh's office, slammed a 1950s playbook down, and stormed out." <laughs> the, yeah, I heard. I heard this yesterday, like during the game, and then after the game. And then it came up, more people were saying it today, but I saw it from Big Cat, Barstool Big Cat yesterday. And he was like, we literally just witnessed Army versus Navy like four or five days in advance. Yeah, like, that's early. all we did. Like, yeah, yeah, a week early. Like, that's all that happened. Like, you I know mean, what I mean? Like, that's what it was. passes in the game, 46 rush attempts, 246 yards. If you, that's 5.2 yards a carry. If you take out Harris's 65-yard touchdown run, it's four yards a carry. It's still great. It's still it. four yards. That's insane. That's it. Yeah. That you can you can run the ball every time if you're getting four yards a carry. Four yards, four yards, four yards. That's twelve. Move the fucking sticks. <laughs> so I know we want to start in the Bills, but let's just roll right into this because I I actually I think there's a lot to be said about this. So so if you if you think about it too, like from this perspective of like him calling the plays, when was the last time you seen them give an all out blitz? They well, do they it on the did. biggest play of the game. Well, they said, biggest they play said of the game. Last, they said last night that was the that was the first that was the first like seven seven or eight man rush that they had all night. That was their first jailbreak blitz. 
Okay. Yeah. And, and, they, and they run on the toughest play. Why? Because they know that Josh is going to get nervous back there and try to move. He was, and he ain't running for fi- He's not going to run for 15 with all those people coming at him. Right. So the other, the other thing that's like, I think like a, a really big takeaway for me, like post game, we didn't show a single team, anything. Nothing. Indy, Indy, Indy does not get any they extra have no film. Idea. They, they have, have no, idea. they have no extra film. They have no they have extra nothing. film. And and they were talking to Bill about it after I think it must have been after the game or maybe it was today, but I saw a thing from he him. It said in his press conference too. They they were like, oh, I forget what they said. Oh, like they like oh, what does this do for the next game with the Bills? And he basically like in so many words was like, well, now I can use all of Max plays. Like now <laughs> I can just go to Mac Jones because they don't. I could go do the same thing. I know I could go do the same thing because they're they. If the weather is different, they don't stuff the box the way they did. And we still ran all over them. So, you know, that's kind of my thing is like, you already, we already know. And they knew what our game plan was. We knew what our game plan was. It was jam the ball down his damn throat. And they did, you know, and they could do that again with, in, a, in a better weather game. The against last them. 20 years, the NFL has changed. And it's a, everybody knows it's become a passing league, quarterback driven league. But nights last nights like last night, when when the other team knows that you're gonna run it, and you can still run it, it's the it's the most demoralizing thing that can happen in football. Yep. It's yep. The most demoralizing and embarrassing thing that you can do to another team is extra lineman in fullback eye formation, and run it and run it and get chunks. Yeah. Chunks. Eight yards, twelve yards, four yards, break one for sixty-four. Like it, it just the it doesn't just break them down physically because it's. I mean, when you're fighting off run blocks all night from fucking Trent Brown, who's a Mack truck, it breaks you down <laughs> between your ears too. Yeah. It's like, yep. what are we? We have ten. We have ten guys in the box. What are we doing? And they're just rolling. So. And I think that that has a lot to do too. And I would love to get your, I would love to hear if you've heard anything on this. We have a, a really strong benefit. I was talking to my dad about this a few weeks ago. When was the last time you felt like we had two running backs that were downhill runners like these two guys? I mean, Stevenson and Harris are they're they're in, and both of them are quick and shifty too. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like they're not like huge open field runners, but Stevenson didn't break one last night, like Harris, but he had a few like 12, Dunks. 14 yard runs that were just like, I love them. I mean, he, what, what did Micah High say last night? They, they got good backs. They broke one. Yeah, Which they is, broke I one. Wanna, I want to get into that. So let's get into that. Let's get into that because we can talk about the, but we're going to talk about the Patriots continuously every week moving forward. So my take on the Buffalo situation is it is, it is, it is a fire in there right now. It is not That's good. Wrong. Uh, because you lose at home. So the last two times you played at home, you've lost. You lost to the Titans who are in the playoff hunt, right? And we'll, I mean, not sorry, the Colts, rather sorry, the Colts. Um, we'll talk about that. You got smoked. And then you you just got out coached and outmanned last night. Like we didn't have to do anything to prove that we could beat you. Granted, there's elements involved. I understand that. But like when Josh Allen was throwing with the wind, yeah, it was a BB every time. But okay, like he already he can already throw the ball that fast. Like you know what I mean? He can already throw the ball hard. So they literally, Shug knighted them. They literally took them by <laughs> the ankles and held them over a balcony. 
and shut yeah. your fucking pockets out. Literally, and, and, give me and give me all your lunch money, all of it. And, and this is goes to something we were talking about. I it might have been last week or the week before. You know, you could pick some of these games. You're like, oh well, they could have lost that game, and like, oh, this happened. But every game on this winning streak, predominantly speaking, has been just outmanned. Like, you, I was, I would. The only time I was concerned last night was was a the, the Harry thing. We'll talk about that, and then B, and then B was that last drive because they did kind of march down the field, but you kind of had a feeling it's just bend don't break defense. Like you kind of had it in your gut, like. This is a 50-50 shot, and it's in our favor. Yeah, and that sounds weird. Like, it's a coin toss. Third, Somehow we know what it's going to be, you know? So, again, again, with – so teams tend to, like, take on the personality of their coach. Like, yep. that, that's something that, you know, but, you know, football guys say or whatever. And the Patriots are, like, militaristic, detail-oriented, almost, like, robotic – and like the opposite end of the spectrum is like a player's coach, like a Pete Carroll or something who lets the fucking patients run the asylum. McDermott's just a like hot headed psycho crybaby. <laughs> like what? Yeah. That's what, that's why you got that. That's why you got that press conference from Micah Hyde and the other, the other player. Season. Yeah. Like what, what? That reporter's job is to report what just happened in the game that's his job so when you get embarrassed like that when you when the when the team runs the ball on 97% of their snaps and you can't stop them that's on you buddy like that's yeah. i don't know what you got i don't know what they want the the reporters to ask them like who it's like oh you and and then like the fake hardo shit at the end he's like i'm going to remember that He's like, I remember that. Like he's like, I'll like I'll see you outside. What the fuck are you gonna do, bro? Yeah, to, to we'll a reporter, fucking, like we'll relax. Trent, we'll get yeah, you know what? Trent Brown will be standing in front of that fucking reporter. Let's see if you can, <laughs> let's see if you can fucking tackle the report. That, that's what we'll do next. We'll do a fucking little Oklahoma drill, and we'll have Trent Brown in the fucking if you want to get at the reporter so bad, you gotta get around Trent Brown and tackle him. Not gonna fucking happen. <laughs> like it's it's so I think it's about to get toxic in there too. Cause like oh, yeah. McDermott's answers about the, uh, about the, the returner and shit. And then he like backhandedly like dissed, uh, Isaiah McKenzie. Like, oh, well, uh, I wanted to put guys back there like, uh, th- that I trusted and not, uh, you know, not, not like builded, you know, cause you saw what happened, bro. You lost. Yeah. You yeah. Lost. You lost. What are so- you doing? What are you doing? So on, on that, right. So yeah, like the two interviews and he was like, Oh, this let's not like give too much credit to bill and stuff like that. It's like, dude, you knew the play. All the credit to bill. You knew the, you knew the play. You knew the play every round, every time. Probably should even. How about we do that? So, and, and that's the thing to me. I agree with you. I think it's about to get extremely toxic. Don't be surprised if a, if some good players, end up bailing or be they fire McDermott. That sounds weird with how they've like, they've been good. All I'm going to say is, did you see him on the sidelines versus him on the sideline uh, that versus bill on the sidelines? Psycho. Although He's freaking bill, out. Bill did get irate on the, the uh, miles Bryant uh, 
unnecessary late hit out yes. of bounds on save that, save that, Allen. save that whole thing. But yes, that's the only time, the only two times I saw Bill freak out on the sideline, at least that they showed, was the Miles Bryant thing to the refs. That was the only time he yelled at the refs. The second time was when Mac Jones screwed up with three seconds left. Three seconds left, and he's getting ripped. No, and no, he's no, just it was the getting play before abs- that. It was like oh, it was the play before forty six. Yeah, okay, out. okay, yeah. And he did it with three seconds left because yeah. he didn't know the play because they were just going to run a play. Yes, yes. Okay, sorry, I, I, I was I was a play ahead of myself. Right, so that's the only two times I saw him all night freak out. McDermott, the whole second half is completely lit up. Lane told me last night, like when, like it was early in the first quarter. He said, "Shout out, Shawnee Lane." Shout out, Shawnee Lane. Uh, when he when they go down a little bit, when they start like losing the game or things aren't going their way, he goes completely off script. He goes completely away from the game plan. Big Dermot, this is. And he just, he loses his head. He's just thinking out of reaction rather than how do I want to play this game? How do I want my team to play this? McCordy said it last night. McCordy said it last night in his, in his little presser. He's like, he's like, we're not a do what we do football team. He's like, you know, we do, we do what it takes to win. Yep. That's what he's like. That's we don't always play zone. We don't, I mean, last night they did, but they don't always run the ball. Uh, He's like, we do, we drop a game plan and we do what we think we should win. And that changes every week, depending on the opponent. Like, it's not just, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me that more teams don't try to do it. Like they just like, Oh, we have an identity and this is our identity. You know, I, I, I think it's kind. Of, you know, let's let's pick on the Titans for a second because I think they're a perfect example of this. Like, Vrabel's a great coach. It's not a guy. It's like, and I he does probably more than the rest of the league, but it's a great example. They run the ball. Derrick Henry runs the ball. They went out, got a bunch of receivers. They used to have Johnny Smith. They were moving the ball a little bit when Derrick Henry was back there. They were throwing the ball a little bit because you gotta kind of have to stuff the box with that guy. They don't. They're not as effective on. They're not effective on the pass, like at all. Not a like it just. Drop back. Yeah, well, not, not, would, not until Derrick Henry's run for a hundred yards and a touchdown. Exactly, and they needed to play action. That, that that's, and and so like it's like that's a prime example of like, you know, as not a good mentality. I mean, look at. I mean, you can see kind of through the progression. Obviously, last night doesn't really take into consideration Max progression in any sort of form, but. You know, if you think about Max progression, I mean, it was a lot of checkdowns. It was it wasn't a ton of throws to start the season. They weren't letting this guy throw the ball forty times, they, no. uh, thirty five times, because they wanted to get him comfortable. But then what they started to see in probably practice prior to the games is okay, he can throw the ball fifteen yards. He doesn't need to just do the checkdown. Yeah. We can do we can do some deep crosses. We can do some things like that. We can do some some uh, some in and outs like to you know 10, 15 yards out. It doesn't have to be the checkdown. But if we run the check down, everybody's going to work on the check down. They're going to have one less D back yeah. and we're going to toast them. Like, it's just like, you got to know your team and what they can and can't do. And then it says, and then he says, you know what? Like, yes, we're, the, we're a better running team. Let's be clear. Like we all agree on this. We have a great O-line too, but like he knew, like, it's not, it's not, people were saying today, like, oh, it's a lack of confidence in Mac. No, it's not. Why would you even play the game with the elements? Look at the throw to Johnny Smith. I don't think that's Mac's fault. I think the ball that's just continues to sail. Times. I think Exa- exactly. Planned, I think they planned on throwing it like 10 or 15 or 20. Like, I, th- I, I don't think, even though that's how it played out, I don't think it was like, 
a script. These are the 46 plays we're going to run. No, no. And like 97% of them are going to be run. Like, I think there was a, they were going to keep the ball out of his hands a lot. I don't think they knew it was going to be like that. I think Bill saw that thing flutter and John who make his best catch of the season so far, which, cause that Literally. ball was going to be picked. That ball was. Oh yeah. Picked. Oh yeah. And he was like, all right, we're done. Like we're, we're running the ball down their throats the rest of the night. That's it. Like put, put him away. His speaking of that too, his, uh, his only incompletion. I mean, this is easy to pick out which one it was. Um, his only incompletion was a seed out, scrambled out of the pocket, basically to the line of scrimmage, probably could have ran. He wouldn't have gotten very far because the linebacker was the, the spy was chasing him. But he threw a seed to, I think it was at, it might have been Aguilar or Bourne, I forget who, on, on the on the out. And the D-back just makes a great play. It was a seed right to his, right to the comeback, right to, like, so it wasn't like, it's not like they don't have faith in him doing that. It's just yeah. like, there's no reason to run the risk. I mean, again, you know, Josh Allen has a turret of an arm, like probably the best arm in the league, I would say at this point, like. It's it's got to be top three. Him and Rod. Yeah, ex- I was gonna say, and maybe Mahomes is up there. So whatever, top three at the worst, right? Is yeah. what you could probably argue. Um, even he was having trouble, and that dude throws it so hard. It's 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 like you know he can beat the wind in the first few yards. He can't catch it. Like in ten yards, the the wind's gonna take control. The ball's not yeah. going as fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so, anyways, I, I know we kind of rolled off a little bit there, but like I. I think the Bills are in a really, really tough position. They have the biggest game, their second biggest game of the year, effectively, this upcoming week. Because if you lose against the against the Bucks, you've now lost to three legitimate teams. So, do you really have confidence in yourself? Like, do, basically, three playoff teams. Well, that'd be we'll, three we'll in a row. Three no, 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 because no, they, they beat, beat uh, the Saints. They beat the Saints. The week they beat the Saints with yeah, Trevor going- Simeon. They've been going every other. They've been winning yeah. one, losing one, winning one, losing one for like over a month. But so, but so you're basically saying if they lose this game, they lose to three playoff teams, right? Because the Colts, the Colts are probably going to make the playoffs, all things considered. Um, they only have four games left, including us. So it, maybe not, but they should at the, the way they've been playing, they right? So they, they lose three. You basically drop three games behind us because we don't have a game. So... You know what I mean? It's like I, we're gonna see what and, the bills are made. We're gonna see what they're made of. We're gonna, yeah. We're gonna see if they if last night was just emotion or if that was like a borderline like franchise trajectory altering loss because they got the they got their manhood taken last night is what happened. Yeah. That that's why the press conferences went the way they went and like. Uh, what's what's his name? Not not Micah Hyde, the other guy. When he was walking off, Poyer, Poyer. It's like he's like it's about respect. It's like you didn't respect yourself enough to to be tough and and make plays that you knew were coming. You let a yeah. guy run for a hundred yards on eleven touches. Like when <laughs> when you know they're gonna run it every play. If you don't want the press to ask you why you got bitched by the run all night. Guess what? Stop the run. Bitched by the run all night. <laughs> exactly. How about that. How about you fucking do something about it in during the game and not threaten and not do a shallow threat to some fucking pencil neck reporter after the game while you're still in your pads. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I love that the pads move. I love. I the- hate that fucking bully <laughs> shit, dude. That pisses me off. The fake tough like, guy bully shit. That's what they are. They're fake fucking tough guy pussies. You punch a bully in the mouth, and what are they? They're a pussy. nothing. I, I, I'll, Sorry for I'll, swearing I'll, so much on this podcast. Don't listen to this with your kids. Yeah, <laughs> NSFW or whatever it is, not safe for thing on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. I think people think it's family friendly, and it sure isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I would say I would say you're spot on about it. I mean, Josh Allen was the only one last night in Digs, the only he two people fine. in that team. Josh that, Allen that, played that, fine. Played ex- all things, Good all player. things considered, and obviously Stefan Diggs plays great. And our game plan was Stefan's gonna catch the ball. At, at some point, they have to hit him. Like, is it gonna be a ton? No. Guess what? We're gonna play zone, we're gonna play light coverage. They're not gonna chuck the ball deep. They did it once, and it was scary as hell. But but they're getting the ball moved, definitely, because Diggs Diggs can't track a ball. I mean, come on. It wasn't that deep of a pass. So, like, five, uh, we'll yeah. make it broad. One of the five best receivers in the game. You could yes. Top three. Like, yes. Psychopath. Does everything so, very well. At a very, very well. Every- very well. So, you know, they're the only two that, to me, really showed, like, any sort of grit and, like, didn't seem, like, crazy flustered in the, in the press conference side. I mean, McDermott and the defense were just – just Did seemed you know, rattled. So I, so I heard this this morning too. Um, I think B- Bill did his interview um, on EEI this morning, and he said that the Bills' base defense is basically nickel, and they played they played nickel like thirty something snap, like m- like more than half the snaps last night. That like more than really? half the plays that the that the Patriots ran. They were in nickel. Like, what? Go look, get, get your fat guys out there. Like, what are you do? What are you doing? It doesn't make they any sense. Fat guys. I also heard that too. I just asked a question that I only answered to. I guess they only have like two true D tackles. I think this off season they like they built their team to beat uh, the Chiefs because they lost and shit. So you need like fast athletes like uh, yeah high like the hybrid linebacker safeties like uh like a kyle duggar type they have a couple of those they have quicker linebackers a bunch of dbs like they because they that's where they fell short last year but now you got the the run you got the big bad wolf who's like we're just gonna run it 40 well 40 times down so so think about this so think about this so uh, three but so three potential teams that are going to make the playoffs, right? Are the Patriots, the Titans, and, and, and the Colts. Well, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. At this point, we're we're pretty good to get in. But but so those three teams, you could meet any one of those three teams in the playoffs. The Colts, the Colts run game, as everybody knows. I mean, he leads the league. In January, there's a very high percentage as of right now. Derrick Henry's back. Yeah, and I then heard the Patriots try and bring him back the last week as like a like a tune-up type. Yeah. Game. Yeah. So, so if you think about those three teams, like, yeah, look, is that, is that defense run really well against Kansas city? Probably. It, I mean, I know they beat them early in the season, but Kansas city wasn't the Kansas city team that everybody knows. Like yeah, exactly. That could be a really good matchup, the bills versus the chiefs. But the problem is, is that the majority of the teams that are making it in have phenomenal run games. So, so to your point, I'm not saying they botched it. I'm just saying you were concerned about Kansas City and you they slept on the Titans. 
They didn't you slept on the you slept on the Titans, the Colts, and the Patriots to not they basically did. make it. And Baltimore. and Baltimore, and Baltimore, because God damn it, he's gonna run on you. Yep. So four of the teams that are probably gonna get in at this point could run the damn ball. And I'm gonna run it down your throat, and your base defense is nickel. You got and, four and, corners on the field. And lurking and lurking is the Browns. Eh. I mean, but no, if they're healthy, if they're healthy, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I mean, Jesus, they're going to run yeah. the ball all over them too. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah, saying that they they're good. In, yeah, if but, they sneak in and they don't get the division and they have to play them wild card weekend, why would why would why Steph, wouldn't they run? Why would Stefanski not run the ball 40 times with his guys? Like why? You're not keeping not, Baker. All right. Yeah. Yeah, have have Baker throw it six times against the Bills. Yeah, beat him just run the damn games. thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? They're so like, Belichick gave us the fucking recipe. We're gonna yeah, it up. <laughs> we're just gonna take it. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, I don't know, man. I I I think that there's imminent doom there. I mean, look, they could pull. The, the thing is, is they have a lot of talent on the Buffalo Bills right now. I'm not saying they're poorly coached, but I do think to what you were saying, like. I think that they, they let a lot of emotions get to them. And like, this is what happens though with teams. Like we've been so blessed, right? Like let's, let's, you know, Thanksgiving just happened. Like let's, let's, let's be, let's be, uh, you know, thankful for something, right? It's the Patriots for the past 20 plus years have been this way where it's, they don't let emotion take place. That's not, that's not the game plan. And a lot of the, and we've, and we've, it's 20 years. We've been the best team, obviously. We, so for them to like lose a game is like, yeah, it hurts. It's not the same though. They use that as fuel for the fire. These teams that just make it once like the bills, like they've realistically only had one really good season. And then the year before they played. Okay. So two years ago, they played. Okay. Think of the mind. Fuck. That is think of the mind. Fuck. The That's 20, what I'm saying. The 20 year beat as a fan. I mean the 20 year beat down and then Brady leaves and uh, the, the Patriots stink. They have a rookie quarterback and you have, you've been building and trading and free agency signings and you're stacked ready to go back to the AFC championship game and game again and let it all hang out. And then you're not. And they come <laughs> and back. Then, and then you wake up and the nightmare isn't over. Mm-hmm. It's 100%. just a new chapter. It's just literally Groundhog Day. It must feel like Groundhog Day to him. Seriously. Like what, like, for Bills fans, like I can't even, and like I kind of love the Bills fans now because like they oh, just yeah, they lo- they love it, they love it, right? They like it. it's not their fault, right? It's not yeah. their fault. Like they have a great time, but like if I'm a if I'm a Bills fan right now, like I'm seriously concerned about this team. Like, are we really gonna do I it? All a few people that were that were at the uh, that were at the game last night, and they were driving back to their hotel, listening to Buffalo Sports Talk Radio. They said it's the most ridiculous like panicked sports talk that they've ever heard and that people calling for McDermott's job today, uh, uh, calling their team soft, like the, just outlandish, like outlandish things. And they, they don't, they don't know what to do. They don't know which way is up because the Patriots bash their head against the pavement for 60 minutes. And the, it, one, they knew they were going to, run the bash their head into the pavement play and two, they couldn't, they couldn't stop it. They had no, they had no idea how to, how to get them off. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and you know, to what you were saying earlier about the emotions and, you know, playing like your coach, 
you think that's got a lot to play into it? I mean, you got a pissed off fan base. You got a concerned fan base. You start as an owner, you start to get a little concerned. You know what I mean? You start to you start to feel a little. Eesh. That was another you know thing I, mean? I wanted to bring up. Does ESPN's like field mics are they turned down so you can hear the? Because I feel like CBS and Fox, like you can hear the with the with the Bills fit. Was Bills Mafia dead last night? Like I wouldn't. They, Cause I heard, I heard they opened the parking lot like, like Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, okay. yeah. And they yeah. pulled up. I'm like, what are you? Do? Who's pull, who's pulling up 24? You're gonna be dead. Yeah, <laughs> you're and not gonna make right it to the game. Themselves out. I think Bills Mafia, even though that's like a myth that Bills Mafia just only knows how to go hard. They only have one speed. But like, you're talking about a 20 hour bender, like straight. Then, then it gets to the next night. You can't be do, can't be doing shit like that. You, you got to be fresh, ready to go. Well, uh, so potentially, but think about it from this perspective. What did they really get to cheer about last night? You're right. There wasn't really a lot. There were there was relatively loud with the with the punt, you know, with the punt uh, touch. But like that. Uh, other than that, there like just wasn't. We've been. It's not an exciting game to be at. We've been sucking the Patriots D's all and especially Belichick this whole time. What is Nikhil Harry doing? Back wait, can there? we do the one big wait? Can we do the can we do the new can we do the new let's do the oh. new thing because it's gonna come up because let's okay, do okay, let's do the okay. new segment. So we're going to we're gonna be a real podcast right now and we're gonna do a segment. The segment is called One Big Bag. I need big bag. One big bag is going to be, uh, it's going to be one big play, the most important play, one big mistake, the biggest blunder, and one big call. That could either be a play call by a coach or a penalty. So, without any further ado, I'll try and throw some sound effects in here, maybe. Yeah. We'll do, some we'll do this every week, people. So, we're going to... We'll, 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 we're going to do this every week moving forward, right? We're going to, we're going to yeah, get after this. I mean, this a is a good little now, segment. So, yeah. To, yeah. It's a good little segment to roll yeah. in. So, okay, uh, we'll one, go first, one big play, go. One, one big play. So, uh, I kind of, it's kind of two plays together, but it's, uh, Matt, we're already fucking this up. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, yeah. We're already, we've already broke our own rules in the segment. <laughs> like so, play. I want to create like three plays <laughs> from my one big play. Corrado created this one big and we already have broken the rule. So, so, uh, so the one big play for me is that is the two Mac Jones QB runs consecutively third and six um, runs it. That's a, that's a dog. That's a dog veteran move right there for Bill to say, run the thing. Don't even give it to the back. You run it gets four, four and a half yards. And then does it again. And the big thing that I I swear makes this game that closed this game out, 
the challenge that comes out of Sean McDermott out of fucking emotion. Because there was not a screen. There was not a screen in the place. I didn't see it at home. You can't even see him in that pile. You can't even see him. So that's a big play on both accords. I think that they make the wrong decision on the Buffalo side. Bill makes the right decision, and Max a dog to be able to get those types of yards. QB snake tipping is what two yards? I mean, up to get it's nothing. He gets four lucky. and a half. If you're Tom lucky, Brady, so two, two or three yards. Everybody else is one fourth and inches. So, to get one. Yeah. So that's so that to me is collateral damage on that play, and and you know a lot of people would probably say I went out the Harris play. Yes, the Harris play is great. I'm not, that would be second, obviously, or the Miles Bryant play would be second. But like that play right there, to me, is like, oh, we got him by the balls. Like we're we're literally doing whatever we want to do. Oh, yeah. uh, it feels like it doesn't. Sorry, it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like that when you're watching him. You're like, ah, oh, Jesus. Hey, hey. You're kind of like on pins and needles. You feel because you're like, oh, something could happen, and this game could be over. They could toast us real quick. Just it's the command. It's the command. And then McDermott is so flustered by it because he's like, God damn it, it wasn't even Harris or, or Stevenson or, or even Bolden. Yeah, it, it, likewise, likewise. And then and he lost it. And he throws the challenge flag, which burns his timeout, which moving forward, right? To kind of close out my side of this, they only have one timeout when we got the ball back with 144 left. Huge. If they had two. Unless we had gotten a first down, which maybe would have played it a little differently. Probably not. Probably still would have played the clock and said, hey, I'll give you 30, 40 seconds. They blow it. They blow that portion of the game because of it. Now, great. You could say they had faith in the offense and Josh Allen. I understand that. But to me, that has to be the biggest play of the game, at least in my mind, because it's collateral damage. So what do you got for me? My biggest play was the uh, Matt Judon sack to – uh, it was the I think I think Josh Allen lost nine yards on it and then they had to kick the field goal and the field goal wide right that's the bit because that changes the whole rest of the the whole rest of the end of the game yep it's still 14 10 if there's no sack there if they even if they don't get a first down if they you know whatever they just he goes down six years it's it's a two yard sack instead of a nine yard sack that field goal might sneak in and yep. 14 13 and they're down you know they're down in the red zone twice at the end of the game and you know they get they get bupkis out of it so yep that's that's my that's my biggest play 100 so 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 uh, real quick on that play because i actually want to talk i had that noted down um well two things a first if you're listening to this and you've been following us if you you probably don't feel this way, but if you think we're a standard, just talk talk about the Patriots and all these things. How many people would have said the Damian Harris play or the the stuff by Miles Bryant? Yes, thank you. We just picked we just picked two plays that we felt had strategic value to this. This is what this podcast brings you. Anyways, I'm off my high horse. So, did you think he was down? I thought he was down when he kind of got tripped. Like, when he fell back, I thought that, that Judon had touched him already. And if he had gone down there, that's only five yards instead of the nine, like you said. So Exactly. Um, I, I thought he was down, but I, I, maybe he wasn't touched. So. No, he, uh, uh, his, uh, he ran into his own guy. It was his, it was his left mm. tackle. His left tackle. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, his left tackle. Did, did the did the damn thing yeah um what was i gonna say 
What's your uh, what's your one big mistake? I mean, we both it's the same thing. Let's not let's not belabor it. Nikhil right, Harry. It's the, same, it's the same. Yeah. So so my well, only no, thing wait, about no, it. So so it's the same play. Who do who do you blame? I kind of blame Bill. You have to blame Bill. You have to blame Bill. Why the F is he out here? So Harry is who he is. So, so he's the Nikhil Harry is the worst football player in the NFL. So position for position. Like when you're, every position has a job to do. He's the worst player at his, not only at his position, but like in contrast to everyone else. Like so, across all other positions, if that makes sense, he's pound for pound the worst player in the NFL. And you got him, you got him receiving punts in the biggest regular season game in I don't know how many years. And there's no, and and it's not like you're down in Miami and it's 75 degrees and sunny. There's elements, and I just don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get what he's doing out there at that point, because he doesn't do it. The only thing he does well as a wide receiver is block. He's a, he's a big, he's the best, receiver. he's the best wide receiver, like the best blocking wide receiver probably in the league. Like it's he like, is nasty. Like the, yes. He's the tallest midget. Good for him. It's, yeah. It's great. So, so, Fantastic. so, so two things. So go to the punt real quick. And then I have a question about the kill area for you. Um, shoot him into the sun, I, shoot him, shoot Have call Elon Musk. <laughs> The next, the next SpaceX, strap him to it like Shoot him out. Wiley Coyote, and wherever it lands, it lands. Go ahead. So, so here, so here, <laughs> I don't. I watched that a couple times. That clip a couple times of the ball supposedly hitting his helmet. It hit his there's, helmet. Don't do that. There's space. I'm gonna show there's it to you. Space. There's space. There's space between your fucking ears. Yeah, this no did. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The ball does look like it moves. I'm just saying. Okay, all right. So whatever. We're done with that. We're done with that. We're done with that. Because that's me nitpicking at this point. So, anyways. So my question about Nikhil Harry. Um, before we get into the next, uh, the next one, the next uh portion of the segment. Do you think it makes sense to move him to tight end? Like, do you think like, and maybe we don't keep him. Yeah. Let's let's fucking let's. Let's polish a turd while we're at it. Let's fucking no, no. But I'm serious. Like, do you think it's a better move for his career? I'm not saying yes for the Patriots. I'm saying in general. Like, do you think it's a better move for his career? Why he can block like a monster and he's got speed. He just he's can't never, catch the fucking it's, thing. It's like now it. How can I put this? We're gonna do a cross sport reference here. It's like trying to move Kyle Schwarber from right field. And put him at first base for the Red Sox just to jam his bat in the lineup. Like it's not gonna you you think you're smart for doing it. You think you're pulling one over on your opponent over there, but really it's a fucking liability. Really, it's just not a good idea. Because you know who plays tight end in the NFL? professional football players who play tight end, if that makes any sense. It doesn't. I'm just, but, but like, but I get where you're going with that, though. You can't, you can't just make the change. It doesn't make it. It's not apples and oranges of a position. It's different. You have different assignments. There's different routes. There's different. He's he's not the most. I don't want to slander anyone, but 
it took him a long time to get the playbook and get what being an NFL, an NFL player in general is. And now you're going to fucking throw a monkey in the wrench and you're going to change his position. And he has to learn, uh, uh, you know, new gaps and new assignments and absolutely not. He is what he is and let his contract run out and he can fucking start a podcast or go work for Fox sports or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think that's a viable option at all. It's like, that, it's like that scene in, uh, in Moneyball when they try to move Scott Hatterberg from catcher to first. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, but I've never played first before. Ah, first base is easy. And he looks at the first base coach and he goes, it's extremely hard. <laughs> like, oh yeah, just move, just move Nikhil Harry to tell you. Anybody can play it. Any anybody who's got some size and speed, any athlete in the world who's got size and speed can play tight end. I'm it, just saying you, it's extremely difficult. I, no, I think that's mine. It's extremely difficult. <laughs> I think I think that if you put some weight on him, if he if he puts some more meat on his bones, and he's already a great he's already a great uh, run blocker. Thirty two forty. He's a no, I, no, he's big. He's no, he's big, but you could make it. I mean, he could be a big. I mean, he's still like relatively lean. He's just a, a big little, dude. Uh, get on a little my, program, little my th- program. I'm, I'm thinking maybe that's the play. I, I don't know, man. I, I, so I get on the bill on the bill comment just to close out on this because we had the same one. I get what Bill was doing in the set of this. I sense. don't see. That's why it incensed. Hold me on, hold on, hold on. Because it made. No. So, so here's, here's what they were doing because of the wind. I'm not saying with him out there, I'm saying the general scheme of the play, the the general positioning of the players, they have a guy that's at a normal punt distance. They have a guy all the way back because of the way the wind was going. They were, they, that's how they were playing it. Nikhil Harry was like 50 or 60 yards deep. And that ball gets down to him. They should have flip-flopped. Nikhil Harry I agree. Should, I agree. Nikhil I Harry agree on that. Have been up front for a possible shank, and even then, he's probably not going to touch the ball. Well, he's he's going to be blocking more or less. You know what? Because, like you said, he's a blocker. He's not. Yeah, a, that's. I, I agree with that. Even, I agree with even, that. Even balls that are to him get get into his body and into his pads, and he has to catch it funny, and then his feet are all messed up. He's like a he's like fucking Bambi on ice. Even when he's open, <laughs> when he catches the ball, his feet are good. He doesn't have feet at all. It's just, I didn't, it, it was clearly again, their biggest mistake. And I, again, I just don't see where, where it made any logical sense to have it back there. I just feel more about the schema, but yeah, I agree with you. It should have been reversed. I said the same thing. It should have been reversed because it would have made more sense reverse or he's not on the field. What I will say is who would tradition, you know, who traditionally would have been on that? Duggar. Oh, yep. Absolutely. Because he returned. Duggar would have been the second guy. Why he's returned Bolden, catching. Bolden, best, Bolden you know? catches kickoff. Somebody said that to me. Why? Well, I don't know why. But yeah. Or Joe Juan Williams. You have a couple guys. You have a couple guys that yes. could have done it. So, a yeah. Guys. All right. Yeah. All right. What's your. What's your uh, we, we've what's your destroyed. We've destroyed. We just we just ruined Nikhil Harry's. Nikhil Harry's uh, right, thing. So, well, hold on. You go first because I think I know which one you're going to go with. And if you're going to go with it, I'm Do not going to go with it. I got a second one. Yeah. All right. Be honest. My one big call is actually a no call. It's the third and uh, the third and fourteen at the end of the game, where uh, where Phillips broke up the pass 
in the end zone. He was, it was such perfect timing. It was, but in real time, it was bang, bang. The ref easily could have thrown a flag there. Yeah. Very easily given him first and goal, changed the whole outcome. They got all I do, all we do really, as not even just Patriots fans, football fans in general, just cut down and slice up uh, referees, uh, you know, with our buddies when we're watching on Twitter, here and that. That was outstanding refereeing last night. A great no call against Phillips on that on that pass breakup. It was I was so I was so happy because I knew in real time I knew it wasn't pass interference or I had a really good feeling that he didn't do anything wrong by the letter of the law. But I was waiting. I was oh waiting yeah for that. That's the time they throw it for that because a lot of times those end of games uh, those end of game sequences the flags come out late, especially pass interference ones because the referees are trying to, they're trying to digest what they just saw in front of them and they don't want to blow it and they don't want to make the wrong decision and end up on the, with their fucking face plastered all over first take the next morning. Like, Oh, uh, fucking Ed Hockley's dummy son, you know, blows another one in Kansas city. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? They don't want that. And it, I'm just, I was just very impressed um, by the crew last night on that one on that yeah uh, no it's a good no call it's a good no call especially with with the game on the line that that changes a lot of things it was huge so so i'm gonna save the true one i'm gonna save the true one which is is the miles bryant one because i want to dissect that a little bit because this goes back to what i talked about last week the miles bryant uh roughing the passer or whatever they whatever the hell they want to call it nowadays it the, it, they called late hit out of bounds and he was still in bounds yeah like, yeah both, yeah both so it, the the football was like on its way out of bounds and his whole body was in bounds. And he, they yeah. Didn't. So let's, let's hold that one because there's a lot that I sacked in that play. What mine is though, what I want to talk about is, is the final drive of the first half and the play calling that went along with it. First play minute 48 on the clock, 17 yards by Damian Harris gets you to the 42. It was awesome. You got, you got two timeouts. You really and you're and you're in and you're with the wind. You don't want to get him to a chance. You don't want to get Nick Folk a chance to kick it. Wait, oh so, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'll sorry. play it out. No, I'll play it. I'll play it out for you. Damian Harris, two yards to the 44. Ramondre Stevenson to the one or for one yard. So it's now third and seven. They call a timeout with 34 seconds left. Why I still have no concept as to why they that, did that. Their their end of halves this year. That, yep. That's a that's another big like nitpick that you can have about this team. Yeah. No matter what, you know, number one seed, Bills back, all that fun stuff. Ryan Clark called him God last night on ESPN, literally. I heard that. <laughs> so and but yeah, their end their end of half has just been atrocious keep going that's one of the things you could that's one of the things you could do so they call a timeout with 34 seconds left why i have no concept in the world because you're at your own 45 so nothing's really going to occur unless maybe you're trying to make them think you're going to go down the field but at that point what the f's the point um remind stevenson up the middle for five it's now fourth and two and guess who's guess who wins the coaching battle at that point for the time being is mcdermott calls a fucking timeout with seven seconds left why? Because you have to punt the ball with the fucking wind swirling <laughs> and your punter kicked one for 14 yards earlier in the game. So 
Hmm. Why? I, 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 I don't understand that sequence of events. You blow one off to start. Maybe that's not the game plan going into the drive. I understand it. Back to your point earlier of the John U. Smith one, which probably could have been an interception if John U. doesn't get his hands on it and brings it down, which is a great play. But what are you doing? You're at your own 42 at the minute 48 and two timeouts. Make a charge for it. Do something. Hit a quick, hit a quick slant route. If you get it, get to the line and start moving. See, see what happens. Because you know what? If you get Nick Volk to the 40 with that wind, I mean, the wind is for, you know, 30 hit, to 50 miles from, an hour. Even with the he bat, could've bat, could've hit it. hit it from 65. So, so guess what? He misses. There's no difference to how it ends up. What Nothing. I, I'm, I'm, I was blasted at that point because I personally believe that that is the worst. And again, you guys think we're just all about the Patriots and loving them. <laughs> what the F are we doing in that situation? You kick a field goal there. You go up 14, seven going into halftime. They return the, they return the kick. You have everything on your side. It's almost like nothing can go wrong the end of at that point. So they've been, they've been paid. They- it's been the most painful portions of of Patriots games all all season, yeah. all season long from the from the first week, all season long when the Patriots have the ball with the last like two or three minutes of the first half. I'm like, oh, here we go. Luckily, luckily the positions we've been in, we can't lose the game at that point. Yeah, we could win the game at that point though. I know that sounds like counterintuitive, like, Oh, you can't lose it, but you can win it. What are you talking about, Joe? What I'm saying is that most of the, most of the time going into that last drive or maybe they get a drive, but like end of, end of the, like basically the end of the first half where we've been on top during the seven game win streak, we we've, we've been ahead. If you bury them by another three points or you sit, or you show them, I can march 80 yards down the field or 75 yards down the field. What confidence does that other team have going into that locker room? A stop like that, then then McDermott, you know, basically looks like a genius. It didn't work out, but like, why not make him freaking punt the thing with seven seconds left? Maybe you get a shot at it. Who knows? Granted, he's going into the wind. He probably had no shot. Who's to say he doesn't fumble the snap? Uh, Ryan Allen's Ryan Allen's uh, punt that was bad last night wasn't actually because the wind took it in the air. The wind took it when he dropped. Yeah, when he dropped the ball to kick it, the ball moved and he cooked it off the side of his foot. Yeah, who's to say that doesn't happen again when he's punting with seven seconds left and somebody blocks it or he misses it and who knows? So that to me, that to me is 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 the biggest. uh, That whole drive, I just I. I can't wrap my head around what the F the thought up, process was. I brought it up last week and it's all, we can get mad about it now. And, and again, they're on this great winning streak and it hasn't hurt them. But if you're in January and you're in elements in Buffalo or new England or Kansas city or a myriad of other places that have weather and points are hard to come by and you don't, you know, you don't get that double score. You don't get that those points at the end of a first half. That can be the difference between winning and losing a playoff game. Yeah, hundred percent. That and I hope they spend this bye week trying to put together some type of two minute drill that is effective, that will work, that can move the ball and produce points in those really poignant portions of the game. Alliteration aside. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just, it, it's one of their big glaring problems. And it needs, it needs to be addressed this week on the bye week. 
luckily they could dominate the game for the additional 58 minutes. So it's like, it, it, it is what it is. But like, I, part of me in, in, in some of their defense, part of me, I said it earlier, they're not showing team shit. Like they're not what they, to start the, Honestly, to start the winning streak. They had to until you brought that up earlier. I didn't even think about that. Like they didn't put shit on film for the. But like, the, but what the if Colts. they? The Colts but, have all week, and they just they're just watching Army Navy from 1942. What right? Like what? Trying to prepare. But think about this. What did they do against the Titans? They didn't do anything special. They didn't do anything special. Beginning of this win. Beginning of the winning streak. They were pulling stuff out. You know, multiple reverses a game with different people you know, halfback passes, whatever it was, wide receiver, pass, whatever the hell it was. Right. And that's how they were trying to march on the field. The team now has the confidence where you and I can confidently say like they can get down the field and they've done it before. They've pro- they, they haven't proven it that they can't get down the field. It's, it's, it's what they want to do in that drive that I think is really dictating how the drive plays out. Like if they told the first drive of the game, basically it's like, we have a game plan, but, Go do what you do. Like go, go see if you can break something down immediately. Yeah, and and prove a weakness that we didn't see in film. And that's why they've been so effective, traditionally speaking, on their first drive. Come out when they defer. We've talked about this a lot. We didn't we didn't get the option last night, which is which so that's changed a, that's a little another, bit. That's another thing. I heard I heard that this morning too. Uh, they apparently they changed the rules, and you can um, when you win the top. Like you can do what you, uh, you can do like a Madden now, I guess. And you can, like, if you win the toss, you can pick the end. And McDermott didn't pick the end. Like he didn't pick the end uh, with the wind in the second and fourth quarter. Like you, I guess you can do that now. Yeah. Um, And I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I guess. They were trying to hop up us on, hop us on, uh, hop up on us early. That was their whole game plan. I mean, I guess, but how didn't work? How did how does Bill know that it's gonna be this like slog of a game and this like okay like the first team to double digits is probably gonna win? And McDermott's like, oh yeah, like we're we're gonna win we're gonna win this game uh, thirty one to twenty four. Like how, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Like I didn't think last night was gonna go how it goes, but I'm just some fucking Patriots fucking. Bobo schlub from Framingham who watches who's watches the games every week. I don't know. This is this isn't good for our credibility on football. I don't know anything about football. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know some yeah. stuff, but you know what I mean. I'm not a fucking you're not, NFL you're not, head yeah, coach. You're not in the, yeah. One of 32 jobs who needs to know what's happening and what's going to happen. Like he doesn't need to be a fucking mind reader, but you watch those videos on on Twitter two three hours before the game. There's a fucking snow flurries and the the goalpost is bent from the wind and like, you think Josh Allen is gonna go out there and throw the ball forty times for three hundred and seventy no. yards and two touchdowns to di- like, what what kind of game did you think this was gonna be, Sean? Like what, what are you doing? Sometimes I think that uh it you know it goes back to what you were saying earlier. Sometimes teams are in the mindset that like we do what we do it's true. and and, and it's they, true. and they think that that's going to function. And, They're and like, it didn't we're fucking, we're fucking Kansas city light. And we're going to come out here and throw it all around. And we got athletes here and 
our, you know, our quarterback's going to do this and blah, blah, blah. Like our defense is this, we run this defense, like try and stuff. It's been one of the best in the league all year. Like come get us. And Bill was like, okay. Okay. Come get you. I'll show up. Okay. So the thing, so real, like last thing on the game, uh, the one thing that concerned me at the end of the game with that, like those kind of last couple of plays, uh, and I don't know where Phillips is. I don't know where Harris is post this game, like injury wise. Like it's both of them were walking. So like Harris, assume... Harris posted a picture last night in the in the <laughs> at locker the room, club. I think. Or no, <laughs> yeah, in the strip. Yeah, oh, like Buffalo, he's just going after the Buffalo it. strip club. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, no, the, no. The, can you can you imagine a bigger hell no. on earth? Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> at a Buffalo I'm out. Strip club I'm out. At one a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. We'll just we'll just leave it at I'm out because I don't. We're already running pretty long here. Yeah, but, but so, no, I think he was in the locker room and like he was smiling with the rest of the running backs. Like I don't think. I, don't I think, think he's probably okay. A serious injury. He'd have been like fucking cheesing and well with his well voice. when he came out of the when he came out of the tunnel after the half. I mean, he broke one off like thirteen or fourteen, and then and then came off. And I think was, it was almost. Was I think it was closer to twenty actually. And yeah, like, it probably like, was. But the last like seven or eight yards, he was like, get, uh, you know, galloping like a like yeah. A pony. Yeah, it was hurting. So the other thing, so where I was going with this was the Phillips injury. I yeah. think that's huge. So you know, when you're thinking about that play there, uh, the last the, the fourth down play, right? It's not the last play of the game, but he's been it, great this year. You know, he's been he's, phenomenal. Casey Jackson gets all this, all this hype and all this, you know, pump from because he's putting up stats. He's recovering fumbles and uh, well, know, the mo- most we everybody knows the stats. It, it, most interceptions in the league since 2018 and this it's is foolish phillips has played great this year and i think it's a big it's a big loss if he's out especially if he's out for this for this uh, if it's this injury is long enough to keep him out for the colts game and beyond he's, so he's been very good in coverage and again last night yeah we saw he can we saw the, why he can make the big uh, Deion Sanders, big time players make big time plays in big time games. And in my thing with this is like, uh, and I agree. If he's up for a longer term period, it's, uh, it's sketchy. You already lost uh, um, Jonathan Jones, and then you lose him. It's like, hey, and you don't have Gilmore anymore. So you're you're really going into it. And so that's kind of my point is, you know, on that you, you send the jailhouse, right? I mean, you send the whole goddamn freaking team, and. And you I got. Think, I think Steve Belichick was coming up the middle too. I think. Yeah, he might have been, dude. He might have been because I think him and his tongue out there too. I think him and the, to, I think they tried to sneak him on. Him and the water boy were out there. Yeah, it was coming through. And so you have what? J.C. Jackson, McCordy, and Miles Bryant back there, which and isn't a bad. Which isn't AJ Madden, baby. Everybody which isn't come, three corners have the three portions of the field. That's it. And, and, and look, and I'm not, and, and look, they made the play. I mean, they read it great and whatever. Right. But my point is, is that that's going to typically be a guy like a Duggar or an Adrian Phillips out there. Right. And miles Bryant steps up, make the play. He stepped up all season. Right. In my personal opinion, I got very nervous though, because now you're down. Duggar obviously is not at the game and then you lose, you know, Adrian Phillips. It's like, Jesus, like now One if I'm going to throw one more, yeah, Justin, it, one more, and Justin Bethel's out there playing free safety. And Joe Juan Williams, it's those are yeah, it's Justin Bethel and Joe Juan Williams yeah, out there. Joe Juan Williams Special has played, played is, free safety. 
Joe Williams has played okay for the times that he's he's been out there, but I mean he's lucky. Not in a position, not in a play like that. You don't you don't want to go. It's 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 nothing to do with like players that are like second string. It's just more like that's the biggest play of the year. That's the biggest game of the year, like positioning wise. You know, guys who've taken snaps in the NFL and no and no when. Well, and, and here's the thing, and here's the thing, and I, and I actually want to talk a little bit about this because we talked about it against, and I know we're, whatever, you guys, we've just continuously elongated this podcast, and we're going to keep rolling with this thing. I think we're so, right. We're fine. So, we're so, the, so remember the pick in Atlanta that Mac had, right? And the yes, guy yes, the guy was so on Nikhil here, and he jumped yes, it. Yes. He made the right move, came off of Nikhil, Nikhil was wide open, and he just knew Mac was going to throw there. That's the exact same thing Phillips just did last night yep. to to Josh Allen. He Beasley Beasley, predominantly speaking, probably had him. Maybe he could have jumped the route and got a hand at him, but like he probably had him, and that's because he moved a smidge early. The thing is, is at that point, Josh Allen. They, this is why they threw the house at him because you don't have time to make that adjustment with all with Judon Bentley these guys Collins like McCordy, McCordy was the free was the free blitz McCordy came yeah. in around the edge untouched and it was right in his face when he threw it and I also yeah. think one I also think Josh Allen knew that was coming and I think he made up his mind where he was throwing it before right away yeah right away I don't Picked think up. he was he did pick the weakest D back and go anywhere. for it I didn't see him look to the right side of the field I just no. He snapped the ball. Well, he went back and he and he threw it before McCourty got to him. I think, I think his mind was made up before that that ball was snapped. Who's on the right side of the field? What do you mean? Both sides of the ball. Who's the right side? Who's the two players going to to go to the end zone? Patriot and the Bills guy. Who? You know. Who? Stephon Diggs and J.C. Jackson doesn't even look his direction. That's who J.C. Jackson is, and that's why I said pay that man. Didn't Doesn't even look, look at his direction. Didn't even look didn't at his even direction. Look over at Diggs. No, it's Gabriel and Bo- and Beasley. Those are the only two options if he's looking to the left side of the field. Also, and Beasley, a lot of people Beasley were like, oh, great play by by Brent, and it was. It was a good read, and he knocked the ball down. If you look at that play in slow motion, like when the uh, from from the front, um, that ball's two or three yards behind the receiver. And yeah. uh, whoever was, co- I'm not, I'm not sure who was covering, uh, who was covering the guy who they were throwing it to, but th- that ball is either picked or it's broken up by that, by that other, cor- by the other cornerback. I, I, it was, just, it, w- it was such a rush throw and a rush play and a, a great, again, a great play call by, uh, by Bill to, to, to keep that ace of spades up his sleeve until the very, yeah. very last second and be like, all right, Josh, you haven't seen it all night. Let's see how you handle it. Like, and, 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 and part of that, I don't know if it's Josh's fault either because the wind, I mean, he's throwing like 30 yards into the wind. Like, I mean, and you got everybody in your face, you got an untouched free safety and, and, and yeah. Devin McCourt. like that. And that's why we called that play. It's like, you, we know you're throwing into the wind. We've seen it all night. You can't do it. Yeah. You know, you got to throw this ball 30, 35 yards into the end zone of all things. So it's like, there's already pressure on you, dude, to make this work. Like, so yeah. I think that was a, I think that was a phenomenal play call by Bill. And, and I don't, again, I don't really, I mean, Josh Allen threw a seat out there. I mean, what, like, and I think Miles Bryant, just very similar to what we saw and Mac Jones is picking Atlanta. It's the exact same thing. The, 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 well, the deep back that's not covering him. The reason why he got to get to is because he was twelve or thirteen yards off the ball. Like he was, pl- he was playing man against Beasley, but he was 
but he was also just looking at at uh, Allen the whole time. He didn't. Yeah. Have, he didn't have to flip his hips and and run with them and put it and put his hand on the receiver and look back for the. But he he saw the play the entire way. He just yeah. got his. He just got his steps, his backpedal steps, and that and and he read it. That's it. Yeah. 100%, 100%, and the play worked out, right? But, again, remember, you can go watch the film again. That's Diggs and J.C. Jackson on the right side. He never even looked that way. And that's your best receiver and then some. I mean, Jesus, you're better off hitting him across the middle for seven yards knowing the blitz is coming. We already said it. Honestly. He's one of the, he's one of the five. He's one of the – pick pick where you want to – pick what number, and you can you can argue it. Five, you could argue two it. Two best yeah. receivers in the league. No, he's not, he's not one. We all know who one is. It's Tay. It's Tay Adams, like for sure. But, um, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Did you just call Devontae Adams Tay? Tay Adams. They call him Tay Adams, bro. What are you, a fucking boy? What the dude, fuck? I'm just, I'm just saying, I've had him on fantasy like three years ago, dude. Like, we got, we go back, we go back, I dude. Said, like, I thought you said Kay Adams. I was like, the fucking actress from the <laughs> the, 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 yeah, who the reporter. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, no, 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 yeah, definitely not. Dude, I'm telling you, it's what the boys call him, you know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, you a fucking rap group with him in high school? What the <laughs> fuck is that? Oh, yeah, I know Tay. Tay Murda Adams, you know what I'm saying? They're going to get after it, you know? Tay Murda so, Adams. So, all right, so let, let's do one last little quick thing, because I know, I know we've gone long here, but okay. how do we feel? So, A, I mean – we got a big bye week this week for for you and I. We got to square that off because oh fuck that's it's right. the big it's the it's your house on Sunday. It's the bill it's the bill it's the bill it's the Bill Brady discussion. Maybe we don't do Sunday. We can figure we can figure out a day. I can I can get a moderator in here, no problem. I can do Sunday. I don't have what the fuck else we sit. Uh, well, sit at your house and watch Red Zone. Watch Red Zone. Yeah, yeah. Says that. So as long as I have so, seven hours of commercial free football in front of me, I don't care. Let's. Let's hype this up a little bit. So, I mean, the bill side is starting. The bill. All right. I you think- got one feather in your cap last night. How's it, how's it looked for fucking the last 18 months plus? I mean, don't we have the same record as the Bucks right now? <laughs> I just I don't know, there, man. I think we might even have better because we played. Like you know what's but- funny? You know, you know what would be funny if. Brady took this as like a as like a jab at him. Oh, another thing I want to bring up. That what the fuck is that that bubble jacket that Bill keeps wearing in the post-game press conferences? Is he trolling Brady? Because Brady has a fucking jacket. Like, like is he trying to be a fashionista like Brady? Because if so, it's fucking hilarious. Second, <laughs> would what would be hilarious is if Tom just went the completely opposite way. And he was like, I'm throwing it 67 times. Tonight. Like, I'm going to break the record. He's like, Lenny, Lenny, you have the night off. I'm throwing. <laughs> if we play them in Super Bowl? For like 400, 495 yards, five touchdowns. <laughs> they just fucking bury the Bills, and they do it all. Oh. They're like, oh, well, <laughs> Micah Hyde and uh, I can't forget the other guy's name. I don't care. Boyer. Boyers have to do the same press conference. They're like, so uh, Tom Brady threw the ball seventy-one times tonight. And, uh, are you embarrassed? Or are you uh, are you embarrassed that you just got a uh, reverse cucked again? Uh, all over yeah, again? yeah. This yeah. time by the pass. What are your so, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So I'll say this. I was going to say this earlier. Guess what game is going to be watched by Bill this weekend? That one. 
It has to be. You play the Colts and then you go play and then you go play the Bills and you, there's no film on the Colts this week. They're in the bye with us. Oh, I thought, you gonna, I thought you were going to go deeper in the bag and be like, oh, he's got to scout. He's got to scout uh, Tom Brady for the Super Bowl. No, no, well, well, I mean, he already knows how Tom plays. I mean, Jesus, I mean, we should, we, 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 we played them very, very well, considering it was very early in the season. That's true. And if that game, if, if, if the, if the, if the Bucks game happens in like week six or week seven, it gets pushed back a little bit. I'm not saying we would have won the game. To be clear, I mean, Nick Falk doesn't miss by much. Like we could technically have a W leaving that game. So the, the Brady Belichick fight in that one is like, Jesus, they're both really good. And I think that's what I want to say about, like, I, I want to hype this thing up, right? Because this will be a good segment for us to just kind of get after it. I think we're both on the same accord. If they weren't together, it it wouldn't have been as, as great of a legacy. And, like, I think we're on the same page with that. But I do think it's going to yes. be fun to kind of get after it. And, like, I think there's, there's cases to be made on both sides for obvious reasons. Clearly. And the Bill one, the Bill one, and I'll talk about this in the segment, the Bill one – can't be the Brady, the Brady one segment is unless he wins it again. Right. But like the Brady one's kind of done in the sense of like, well, I won one without him. Like what, like what more do you want out of it? The bill one is like it to hold the whole team. Like you have to build a whole team is like, gives him like, you got to give that a little bit of a delay, but he, it's the fastest rebuild. I think anybody's ever seen in their life. If things continue the way they go, like, it's the fastest rebuild we've ever seen. I think, I think he doesn't even think it's a rebuild. I don't even think Bill counts last. No, year. I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't think, think he does. I don't th- he coached and built like he's like, what the fuck are we? Even th-? He's like looking around. Everybody's got a mask on. There's nobody in the stadium. He's like, what are we doing? Like, what are we <laughs> yeah, doing? what? Are we, why are we here? Yeah, yeah. Dumb. Robert, you're not even I making think, money on he this. Le- he literally just for the literally and figuratively punted last season, and he's like. We're back now. He's like, I'm going to get my guy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to sign Matt Judon and all these other fucking guys, and we're going to revenge gonna get after revenge it. tour part fucking 18, whatever it is. Like, we're coming, 22. coming, for, the, coming for the league. So last, last thing, and I just want to put this out here now so that it's recorded and everybody remembers me saying this, and I texted you this the other day. The word in the street is that the Steelers will not take the fifth-year contract on Devin Bush. We talked about this a few weeks ago about what will the Patriots probably need in the offseason. Um, High tower replacement. Devin Bush could be the guy. I don't know what type of money he's going to come in. He's not having a great season. He had 109 tackles last season. So he's a run stopping force. Um, I can't talk to his IQ because I haven't seen every, you know, Pittsburgh Steelers game for obvious reasons, but. It will be interesting to see if there's a guy in the draft that they think can do that, or if they think during free agency that they go after somebody like him. Now, again, he may come in a ton of money. Um, the other big thing out there that I'm going to throw out there now, I, it's, it's this is a complete long shot grand slam type conversation. Aaron Rodgers. No, no, we're not going back on that. We have our, we have our quarterback. We're done. We have our quarterback. We have our quarterback. Patrick Mahomes is actually breaking his 10-year fucking $700 million deal and right. failing. Um, Bobby Wagner. Very expensive. He's older. I get it. He's still the best linebacker in the league right now. He's that type of guy. He, one of. He's one of. Don't be surprised because Seattle's going to break up after the end of the season. I'm just he's saying, the, I'm, he's, he's he'd the, have to come on a cheap deal, Bucs, but right, he's the la- he's the last guy from the Super Bowl teams. 
Yep. Well, on the well, defensive on, side. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The defensive side. The Legion so, of Boom. So I'm just saying they're going to have to break up, all things considered. I mean, Wilson's already talking about being out. So I'm just saying there's are two guys to watch that, like, I don't, I don't know where Wagner is in his contract, quite honestly. Don't be surprised, though, if, they're, if Wilson bails, they're going to have to rebuild that whole thing. It'll be a blow up and a, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be the Seahawks who we knew growing up. They'll be, like, yes. they'll, they'll be a laughing stock for a couple of in years. What, and what, that, what would happen in that scenario if we did get a Bobby Wagner? A, I think he'd probably have to get cut. We'd have to trade, which I don't think we do, just considering his, his, his cap is way too high. We'd have to get him on a cheaper deal. Not not vets minimum, like not like a Jamie Collins, like, hey, come here and just do your thing again for for a dollar and a half in a in a bag of sandwiches. Yeah, but you have to think he a, a lot of the um free agency shit. You might be able to start doing you might be able to depending on how far you go in the playoffs this year, you might be able to sell the Kool-Aid again. Come to the Patriots, That's what I'm telling you. We you want to win one game. more? We won the Super Bowl last year. We were in the AFC Championship game last year. We need a player like you. Just don't just take $5 million less or $2 million less, and I'll get you a ring or whatever. come help us win a well, ring. Well, and, 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 if, and if you think about it, I mean, he's got, what, three, four years maybe left? I mean, he's he's been around for Who? quite some time. He's Bobby Wagner. And so what that play would be the fucking average, the average NFL career. So two, three, so two, three. So it's called, I mean, he's still playing at a high level, but say two, three, let's say two to three. My, my point is, is that you bring a guy like that in Hightower can go retire because Hightower, Hightower is the best plays last night. He's the best. That third down, that third down play. He was the guy in the backfield. He missed the sack and allowed. He'll allowed uh, Allen to get away and actually make the throw. But I mean, he was, he was there. He beat his guy. Like, I'm going to dismantle the conversation. Anytime he's in coverage, he gets beat every single time. Like they're literally throwing like 140% against him or like the 140 pass rating against him. Like he, I'm not saying he needs to come off the field. I like him out there. He's great pre-snap. Bobby Wagner can at least run with the boys still, if that makes sense. Right. So again, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but my point is, is if they go and do that, you'll see them draft somebody in like the second or maybe third round. Um, at the linebacker position, uh, if they don't have the confidence in Bentley, Bentley's been stepping up. I just don't know if he's pre-snap ready, like a, like a Mayo or a Hightower. Like about talk a guy about. Who's only a run stuffer and can't cover anybody. But, but you go get a Devin Bush. Hightower look like fucking Deion Sanders. But if you go get a Devin Bush, you got to remember this. You got to get somebody like a Devin Bush who's a big linebacking run stopper too. You put both of them out there when you know that they're probably going to run the ball and you're good. You take them. You take one of them off the field. Judon's out there, and then you put somebody on the other edge, like a Uche. We haven't even seen Uche. Like Uche hasn't even been freaking playing. Like you're gonna remember this no. guy's out there that that Winovich hasn't been playing. Like this guy's that we got to do it. No, um, I don't like last Winovich. last piece. Yeah, he's nuts in his conferences. Last piece. Last piece. Um, on the on the Patriots in the offseason, basically the whole offense is signed other than Trent Brown, which is. By my calculations, pretty good. I pretty mean, good. I mean, you got him at least everybody released for not just this season, but next season. Maybe there's somebody else in the line. Maybe Andrews' deal is coming up. I think he signed a two-year deal last year, so he'll stay. He's going to yeah. want to – you know him. He'll stay. He's not going to go somewhere else, and we're going to pay him. and Not pay him, but you know what I'm saying. Like, we're going to give him a deal that's, that's not like, hey, you're a dick. Like, oh, take yeah. this. You know what I mean? So, basically, everybody but Trent Brown – 
And the, Trent Brown's not going to command the same money because he knows how they play here, and he's he exactly. loves it. You know, he's loving this. I so say? I think uh, I think I think they rebuild the the their upcoming holes on defense. I mean, yeah, retirement coming, areas. Yeah, ret- retiring players. I think they rebuild that through the draft, like they have the last twenty years. Like I said, you go from Mayo to Hightower, find the next guy after him. Um, you Safeties know, have go, always been solid. Rodney Harrison, you go. Um, Laurie Malloy. You know, all the way back. Yeah, Laurie Malloy, Otis Smith, turnover. Uh, actually, Otis Smith might have been a free agent signing, actually. Anyways, regardless, I don't think – I don't think they – I don't think they retool the defense and free agency, especially with the amount of money they that Robert Kraft just fucking wrote a check for. <laughs> yeah, I don't – I, 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 I don't think they do much Bill's of that. I mean, I'm sure he appreciates Bill and his ability to rebuild like that and, you know, get them to where they are in the present time. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I think the rebuild on the defense or the, I wouldn't even call it, you can't call it a rebuild, a, a restock. Retooling. A, re- a retool and a restock on the defense will come, uh, will, will come through the draft. It's the only thing I think we need. It's the only thing yeah. I think we need. So, all right. Well, uh, great win. Uh, bye week's coming up. We're going to do the, like we've been talking about, we're going to do the Brady versus Bill showdown. Uh, we're definitely going to have to time that one. I didn't time this one because I was lazy. Uh, we'll, t- we'll do like an hour or whatever, or half know, hour, minutes, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure we'll it keep out. It, yeah. We'll keep it because that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, there's a lot to unpack like a, in that a one. Game, there's 60 minutes to touch. Like this is a this is a lifetime. <laughs> yes, there's a lot. There's a lot we can pick. There's a up. lifetime to unpack. So, uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and all that fun stuff on Spotify, on Apple, whatever you listen on. Leave a comment, five star review, all that fun stuff. Right. And I'll just I'll leave this I'll leave the, I'll leave the people on one last thing. How do we feel about being first in the AFC yet again? <laughs> the more things change, they stay the same. They stay the same. All right, later.